This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It did, you know, that night, uh, Churchill, Churchill heard the news on the BBC. Uh, mm-hmm. he was at a birthday dinner, uh, at Checkers and immediately wanted to declare war on Japan. In fact, I think it was April Harriman, uh, the American envoy who had to say, you can't declare war on a radio broadcast. But there was a phone call that night between Roosevelt and Churchill. And Roosevelt, uh, Churchill said, is it true, Mr. President? And Roosevelt said, it's true. We're all in the same boat now. Mm-hmm. And you could argue that we, in fact, had been in the same boat since the 1st of September 1939 when uh, Hitler invaded Poland. But isolationism in America was so strong, was so ambient, uh, you could feel it, that uh, even after that great secret conference uh, in August of 1941, FDR meets Churchill, they issue the Atlantic Charter, it's this marvelous statement about democratic lowercase d principles. And FDR comes home and the draft is renewed by a single vote in the Congress. Uh, that's how divided we were. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. The Japanese have attacked Pearl Harbor, Hawaii by air. President Roosevelt has just announced. The attack also was made on all naval and military activities on the principal island of Oahu. And now we take you to Honolulu. Four, two, three, four. Hello, NBC. Hello, NBC. This is KGU in Honolulu, Hawaii. I am speaking from the roof of the advertiser publishing company. We have witnessed this morning the distant view Members of the Senate of the House of Representatives, yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy, I ask that the Congress declare that since the unprovoked and dastardly attack by Japan on Sunday, December 7th, 1941, a state of war 
has existed between the United States and the Japanese Empire. We're ignoring the the dangers happening at our border and the national security crisis that's happening in our country while we are completely protecting another country's border and also waging a proxy war with Russia. We had 5 million people cross our border illegally since Joe Biden took office. And let's compare that to how many Russians have invaded Ukraine. 82,000 Russians have invaded Ukraine. I think the American people and the taxpayers of this country deserve to know why the Biden administration and this Congress is so interested in funding the protection of Ukraine's border and not the protection of our border. That's a very good question. Well, I also support that this committee in Congress has the highest responsibility to conduct stringent oversight over the Department of State and USAID. Every single U.S. dollar counts in the Biden administration should expect the Republican-controlled majority in the House next Congress to be vigilant in demanding transparency and accountability for U.S. assistance to Ukraine. The American taxpayer deserves this. So the era of writing blank checks, I think, is is over. Should be the era of writing any checks. It is uh, Wednesday, 7 December in the year of our Lord, 2022, 81 years uh, from the date of the date that will live in infamy. Of course, um, having read every line of all, I think there's seven commissions, seven investigations, seven committees. When you wrap it all up about Pearl Harbor, there's a lot. Let's say this. A lot of prominent people had memories like Tony Fauci. When it came time to ask very specific questions about how Pearl Harbor actually occurred. We'll get more of that later. Steve Cortez with it. But i got to start with Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, today, uh, Time Magazine announced Zelensky, Man of the Year, Person of the Year, whatever it is. If you can go to my getter and put that up, guys. Uh, I put up a little snarky comment on that. Congressman Greene, um, there's a lot of power plays happening up on Capitol Hill right now in this lame duck. You got the debt ceiling, you have the omnibus, which has all the funding Ukraine in it. You've got the amnesty bill. They're working on two million, two million illegal aliens to be, to be given citizenship. Uh, you've got the defense authorization act that we did get the little win on the vaccines going forward, but it's got all the other wokeness up in it. It's quite frankly, a disaster. Uh, and you've been fighting the good fight since the day you showed up and showed how to be a party in opposition, slow things down, Make them, put them on the record for everything. Uh, give us your assessment. Pearl Harbor, day lives in infamy, and where we are today geostrategically, and with your hard throwdown of hey, no more money for Ukraine till we find out where the other other tens of billions of dollars went, and uh, we need a complete and total audit, ma'am. Well, Steve, uh, in the open, I was watching the scenes from Pearl Harbor and just thinking about the greatest generation. That's our grandparents' generation and just amazed at what courage they had and love for our country. And they, they really, when they were called, they rose to the responsibility, responsibility and the duty to defend America and our borders. But today we have a drastic difference in the leaders in charge and, and the generation, uh, and generations today and how they feel about our borders and our country and patriotism. And it is so shameful. Um, I'm, I'm actually glad that our grandparents are, don't see these things. And for those that are still left alive, they mourn it. But, but the reality is our border is being invaded every single day. We've had over five million illegal aliens try to come into this country and some have very successfully entered our lands. Uh, over 300 Americans are dying every single day from fentanyl poisoning. And the, the cartels are the greatest business partner to the president of the United States. And you just showed that image of Time Magazine Man of the Year and it's Zelensky. Well, the Democrats, they treat Zelensky like he's governor of the 51st state of the United States and they act like Ukraine is part of our country. 
And I absolutely find that repulsive. Now, we've said all along that we we are sorry for what the Ukrainian people are going through, that we're against the invasion. But Ukraine, it needs to be reminded to everyone, Ukraine is not a member of NATO. And we should not be defending Ukraine. We should not be sending billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine. We should not be equipping them with our military equipment. Uh, this is a war that we shouldn't be involved in, especially while we're ignoring the invasion at our southern border. It's outrageous. Um, as a matter of fact, if you want to ask me how I feel about our southern border, if we're taking any military action, we should be attacking the cartels in Mexico, not spending our time focused on some other country's borders that's across the gigantic ocean. And most Americans can't even find Ukraine on a map. That's how I feel about it. But as far as for our country and for our uh, hard-earned tax dollars and Americans who obey the audit, if they get audited by the IRS, guess what? They have to respond to that audit, and they obey the laws in our country and pay their taxes every single year. Um, I introduced a privilege resolution that was um, heard in the Foreign Affairs Committee yesterday, and every single Democrat voted against this privilege resolution, which was to audit Ukraine. And it was a very simple resolution asking the president, asking the Department of Defense, asking the State Department for basically the receipts and where is the money going? Because every single American deserves that answer. Whether you're Republican or Democrat, you deserve to know where United States tax dollars are going in Ukraine. And that's so simple. It's not for the war, against the war. It's just asking for transparency and oversight for the American people and where their billions and billions of dollars are going. And the Democrats flat out refused, Steve. It was unbelievable. And in their responses, they also attacked me and attacked my character. They didn't even talk about the resolution, some of them. Some of them just attacked me as their reason for voting no for the American people to have an audit for audit of Ukraine. And then some of their answers were outrageous. Several of the Democrats said, um, well, you know, Representative Green can go in. She can go look at the information herself um, because it's privileged and it's confidential. And she's a member of Congress, so she can go look at it. But the American people don't deserve to know. And they said it was fine for the members on the Foreign Affairs Committee to be able to know the information. But the American people don't need to know. And then Representative Connolly went as far as to say, well, you know, we just have to keep funding the war and keep making sure that we're, we're providing everything that Zelensky and Ukraine needs to fight this war. And then maybe we'll consider transparency later. These were the actual statements of the Democrats. While it was amazing the difference in what Republicans, our Republicans said on the committee. You played a, you played a clip right there of Congressman McCall. Um, he is the, the leading ranker, Republican ranker on foreign affairs committee. And he, he, even though he supports the war in Ukraine, he came out and said he completely supports the audit of Ukraine. And he said, no more blank checks, no more blank checks. Republicans will not be writing blank checks. That is a huge step in the right direction. And I was thrilled to see it. And then the rest of the Republicans on the committee, every single one voted yes for an audit of Ukraine. Didn't, didn't matter where they stood on funding for it. Didn't matter where they stood on the war over there. They resoundingly, Republicans want transparency and oversight and voted yes on, on my resolution for the audit of Ukraine. We've got a minute in this, this segment. I'd like to hold you over for a couple minutes. Any other Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. 
Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Cortez uh, is going to be on here in a second. We're going to be talking some economics uh, in capital markets. We understand times are tight. I think they're going to get tighter. But you're going to celebrate Christmas. If you decide to give presents, make sure anybody in the war room posse, let's support Mike Lindell and the great company up at MyPillow on going to MyPillow.com, promo code war room. He's kept the inventory clearance sale up, up to 80% off. And of course, there's sales on everything. You can get buy ones, get ones free. You got slippers, bathrobes, moccasins, toppers, pillow sheets. So give a gift from MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com, promo code WORM. Go to our square right now. You can't get him in Walmart. Can't get him in Big Box. Can't get him in Bed Bath or Beyond because they yanked him because of his fight for election integrity and fighting for his country. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Congressman Green, let's connect up on Capitol Hill right now. You got the Senate and, and they're in various stages of trying to improve an omnibus of two trillion dollars discretionary spending right now, uh, unfunded, uh, an, a fiasco with all types of wokeness and funding these NGOs, just a complete disaster. You've got this defense authorization where they gave us the vaccine, kind of the, no more vaccines going forward. Didn't reinstate the guys. The whole bill's full of, uh, full of, um, Wokeness, also the defense authorization and the uh, omnibus both have um, all types of Ukraine funding and just funding throughout the world of places we should never be. You've got amnesty. The Tom Tillis has cut a deal two million right now with invasion of the southern border, five to 11 million, five to 10 million here that we know on just on the invasion under under Biden. They're putting the biggest magnet out there and amnesty. For two, and by the way, talking about fifteen to twenty thousand per day starting December twenty first, twenty one December, when they take off Title forty two. This is right from Border Patrol. We're hearing this. You've got amnesty for two million. They've got a handshake deal on that. And thank God, Josh Hawley and some patriots up there saying over my dead body. But that's the trying to jam through. Plus, they're they're a little hinky with the uh, debt ceiling. They're trying to do an end around on the debt ceiling. With all that going on Capitol Hill, tie that, and let's be blunt. This was a disaster in Georgia, right? This is a Senate seat we should have won. Uh, so connect the dots. You're, you're a Georgian. Uh, you uh, The 14th district is one of the key districts in the state of Georgia, particularly for MAGA. Give us your assessment of tying those two together. Well, let me lay this out real clear for everyone to understand, and this is especially for the campaign consultants with the 30,000 but view where they look down on Georgia and arrogantly think they know how to win races in our state. This is for Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham and the rest of the Republican senators. You guys are the reasons why we are losing Republican races all over the country. And this is your third loss in my home state. So let me inform you on behalf of Georgia. This is your third strike and you're out. You don't belong in our state running key races anymore. No, thank you. We don't want your help. Let me let you know something, Steve. I was never asked very often by the Herschel Walker campaign to come speak at any of his campaign events. They only asked me to come to maybe two, I think, two or three in my own district when he was campaigning um, all over the state running for Senate. But they only asked me a couple of times in my own district, which I find extremely insulting. You know, I was born in middle Georgia in Baldwin County. I went to, I went to school um, inside the perimeter of Atlanta in DeKalb County. And I lived in North Atlanta suburbs for well over 25 years. I have a very good understanding of Georgia, my home state. I've got family all over South Georgia, middle Georgia. And I absolutely love the district I represent in Northwest Georgia, Georgia's 14th district. But the audacity and, and really the frank rudeness of the campaign consultants and Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham, where they thought, you know, we're going to keep Marjorie Taylor Greene away from Herschel Walker and and we don't need her voice at his campaign rallies and events um, where we're campaigning all of this all over the state. I think is a really major mistake and an insult to me and an insult to our to, to people who support me and Republicans all over Georgia because I don't have a popularity problem in my home state. Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham do. 
And they're, they, these consultants, they've lost plenty of times and they, they really, no one should hire them again. And the, the millions of dollars that they've made off of these campaigns, they should give it back to Republican donors for wasting their money. And that's exactly how I feel about it. That Senate seat was extremely important, important to not only Georgia, but important to the entire country. And here's another thing. They told President Trump to stay out of Georgia. That was another major mistake. And then the same fools are out there running around trying to blame President Trump today. Well, they should have invited him to Georgia to campaign with Herschel Walker. They should have invited me to campaign with Herschel Walker more because I'm the only Republican woman elected from the state of Georgia on a federal level. And I would have helped out, but I do want to let you know I helped out anyways. And the 14th district had the highest turnout for this runoff uh, race yesterday. So I'm very proud of my district. I'm very proud of our voters that turned out. And I'm proud that I still sponsored ads. I still promoted Herschel Walker and campaigned for him while they rejected my help pretty much everywhere else. They brought down horrible Republican senators like Joni Ernst, who came down to Georgia and basically went on her little ap- apology tour promoting uh, her horrible votes in the Senate. And then, you know, this this is how they look down on Georgia, though. They don't understand our state at all. It was only in the last few weeks of Herschel Walker's campaign where they actually wanted Brian, Governor Brian Kemp's uh, ground team, actually wanted their help and asked for their help. You know, Brian Kemp won with a landslide because he's popular in our state. He's done a good job, but they didn't really want them involved until the last few weeks. I mean, even even Governor DeSantis, I think they finally got a tweet out of him the night before the election. So this is the message that people in Washington need to understand. This is the message for the know-it-all Republican consultants. You don't know how to run races in Georgia. All you know how to do is lose. And we are very angry today. We're extremely angry today. Georgia is not a blue state. We're not a purple state. We're a red state. We just need the right candidates, we need the right campaigns, and we need the right support, and it needs to be Georgia all the way, homegrown. That's exactly how it needs to be. So Mitch McConnell and the senators up here in Washington, they're the problem in the Republican Party. And the way they legislate, the way they vote, and the messaging that they give, it does not inspire voters to vote. It doesn't even turn independence. And that's the problem that we have up here in the Senate. Just like I want to go back to something you said, because all they're saying, uh, you know, they got guys quoted. This is the end of Trump, that this is Trump's uh, downfall. They're all blaming Trump, but they blocked President Trump from coming into Georgia at all, which he's enormously popular, even in the stolen election of uh, the stolen election of 2020. It was only a few thousand votes. Right. I mean, this guy's enormously popular in Georgia. They keep him out, yet they blame him today. Your thoughts on that? Exactly right. President Trump got the most amount of votes of any Republican president in United States histories. So those guys are a joke and they're liars. If they want to blame President Trump for this, they are blind and they're fools. They're just never Trumpers. They always were. They always have been and they always will be. And so their voices don't matter because they're wrong. This is not President Trump's fault at all. This is this is Mitch McConnell's fault. This is Lindsey Graham's fault. This is the way that campaign was run. You know, there's things happen. They they did things that they shouldn't have done. I'm not blaming Herschel Walker. I'm blaming the campaign team. You know, um, they were invited by bikers for Trump to do this big ride in North Georgia that was going to be a toy drive for kids cancer. And they didn't have Herschel Walker out there. And Chris Cox called them, invited, invited him and wanted him there and begged him to come. But he didn't show up. You know, if you want to have a good turnout, you work with the grass, the grassroots and Bikers for Trump is one of the best organization that organizations that helps you turn out voters. You should never turn your back on Bikers for Trump, but that's what they did. And then they called into, uh, they wanted a restaurant in my district. It's a wonderful, um, family owned restaurant and they were going to bring Fox and friends there. And the restaurant owner put it out on her Facebook page, was so excited, told everybody they were drumming up as many people to come. Then they called the night before and they said, oh, no, 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 we're going to move Fox and Friends to the Marietta Diner. I mean, how rude. You don't do that to people. If you want to have people turn out to vote, note, set your plans correctly in the first place and then stick with them so that you don't insult let, let, people and <laughs> upset people. Let, let me ask you, who, who in, 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 in Lindsey Graham, 
walking Herschel Walker around the state of Georgia. Is that a good idea for grassroots and for the MAGA team in Georgia, ma'am? Absolutely not. Herschel Walker had a woman voter problem. He had a woman voter problem. Do you think Lindsey Graham makes women want to turn out and vote? I don't think so. Lindsey Graham can't relate, relate to grandmothers, mothers, daughters in our state. He knows nothing about our state. He doesn't make anyone want to turn out. He didn't make South Georgia turn out. You can look at the the graphic I sent you, and you can see the pathetic results that we had all around Atlanta and then also in middle Georgia. It was terrible. Lindsey Graham doesn't inspire people to, people to go vote. Half the time, Republican voters are angry at Lindsey Graham because you never know which one you're going to get. Lindsey Graham 1.0 or Lindsey Graham 2.0. Lindsey Graham that's supposedly pro-life or Lindsey Graham that's like, oh, yeah, let's have abortion up to 15 weeks. It's like, why do we have Lindsey Graham um, hand-holding Herschel Walker, carrying him all around the state while you're totally rejecting President Trump, totally rejecting me and not asking me to go anywhere, not not using Governor Kemp's ground team until the last few weeks and ignoring the most popular Republicans for conservative Republican voters across the country. That's that's how that campaign was run. But we had a massive turnout. But look, you you're, you're showing video clips right here. Do you know what that is right there? That's an awesome Stacey Abrams voter turnout. That's exactly what that is. Because she developed that system in Georgia, yep. and Republicans have never been able to duplicate it. Uh, Congressman Green, we know you got tons of fight up on Capitol Hill for the power struggles, everything. How do people get to you? How do they follow you? I'm on all the social media, Steve. Just look for the verified accounts, and I I appreciate people following along. And um, just keep watching what we're going to get through in this next, the end of the lame duck session. Dangerous time for America. We know you're fighting, Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, by the way, the honoree at the gala, uh, the Young Republican Club of New York, on Saturday night will be a big war room turnout there, Congressman. Yes. Thank you. Can't wait for it, Steve. Okay, short break. Davis, Cortez, Bob next. Fair warning. Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance. It's in my name, or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report. A hundred dollar value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code radio. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bass. Okay, end of the year, uh, 17 December through 20 December, we're going to be going, we're going to be live uh, from Metro Phoenix for Turning Point USA America Fest. We want everybody there, tpusa.com slash war room. Get your tickets now. It's selling out quickly. Everybody's Tucker's going to be there. Candace is going to be there. Darren Beatty, tons of people that are contributors here. We're going to be live. We're going to do meet and greets, breakout sessions, all of it. So it's going to be packed for those couple of days. Good way to summarize 2022 and, and get on the program for 2023 to fire off the football, as we say. A lot to go on. TPUSA.com slash war. Make sure you go there immediately. Because they're selling out. We want everybody there in the war room posse from not just Arizona, but New Mexico, Nevada, Utah, California, Texas, all of it. Okay. Uh, Mike Davis. So I got Christina Bob with ble- uh, Blockbuster News that combines this Twitter fiasco with and what's coming out the revolutions of Twitter with Maricopa County. I get to that in one second. Uh, I, Mike Davis. I know you're on time constraint today, but I got to get you on here. A major day today, the other day about the religious liberty, a huge day in the Supreme Court. Every day is a blockbuster day there. Today, though, the independent state legislatures, 
North Carolina. Explain to the audience how important is what's being argued before the Supreme Court today, sir. Well, this is important because in, under the Constitution, there are two provisions in the Constitution, the Elections Clause, which is Article 1, Section 4, Clause 1, and the Electors Clause, Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2, that sets that says that state legislatures decide the time, place, and manner of elections, that's the Elections Clause, along with how you appoint presidential electors for the presidential election. So that's uh, the electors clause. And it's very clear under the Constitution, it says state legislatures. And now that Republicans control uh, a majority of the state legislatures across the country, the Democrats don't want Republican-controlled state legislatures drawing congressional lines, doing redistricting, setting the rules of federal elections. And so what they what they're trying to do is take away that power from the state legislatures and give it to the state Supreme Courts that are Democrat-controlled or uh, Democrat-controlled independent commissions. And it takes away the powers under the U.S. constitutions from the state legislatures. And the Supreme Court is hearing a case today that's going to look at that issue. It's um, The case is called Moore versus Harper. And I hope, I think, that the Supreme Court is finally going to hold that this is the elections clause under the Constitution. It's the electors clause under the Constitution. It is not a theory, as the Democrats call it. It's actually in the Constitution, and you need, you need to follow the Constitution. So it's state legislatures set time, place, and manner of elections unless Congress overrides it, U.S. Congress overrides it, and not state Supreme Courts, not, not state-appointed independent commissions. Uh, of all the stuff that's going to happen in this session, I think this is not the top. It's the top two or three. They're in full meltdown about this. They're already trying to argue in advance to try to blunt whatever the decision is. Why is the left so, so freaked out about what's happening today and what the, what the, and they're saying this is, this is what happens when you get a guy like Trump in, you get these radical right judges. Why are they so, why are they so, it sounds pretty straightforward. It sounds like it's the constitution. This shouldn't be something that's that, that big a deal. Yet they're in full meltdown already, even before the uh, even before the arguments today. Mike Davis. Yeah, if you look at the seven thousand three hundred eighty-three uh, state legislator seats around the country, Republicans Republicans control fifty-five percent. If you look at the ninety-eight uh, state legislative chambers, Republicans control fifty-nine percent. If you look at the the number of state legislatures. Uh, Republicans control 57% of the 28. Uh, they, there's full state control of Republicans in 22 states. This is why Democrats are calling this a theory, independent state legislature theory, when it's actually the words in the Constitution. Um, how is this playing out? You got these guys up there and they're being very quiet, which is dangerous. The Electoral Count Act. You've heard about the debt ceiling, amnesty, defense authorization, omnibus. People already know we're fighting these nonstop behind the scenes, uh, nonstop. And I think we've actually had pretty positive movement in a couple of them. Very quiet about the Electoral Count Act. But this ties back to the Electoral Count Act. They're trying to change that, which is just some law on top of all this. How does that play into what's being argued today? Well, I, you know, what, what the Electoral Count Act does is it sets the rules for how Congress counts the votes. Once, uh, once they're determined by each state. And so there's some interplay, but I think the Democrats are more concerned about this Moore versus Harper case because it means oh, yeah. they can't have their Democrat judges, state judges and their Democrat commissioners redraw congressional lines and set the rules of elections. For example, you can't use you, state, state courts can't use COVID to change state election or to change federal election laws like they did during COVID. That violates the Constitution and that violates the elections clause because it's the state legislatures that decide the time, place and manner of elections or Congress, not state courts, not state commissioners. And so they clearly violated the Constitution in 2020 when they unconstitutionally unilaterally changed election rules because of COVID. It was nonsense. It was a power grab by Democrats. And after the Supreme Court rules in Moore versus Harper, I'm pretty confident they're going to rule the right way here. And that means that any laws that were changed outside of the state legislature because of COVID are unconstitutional. They're going to get ruled back. 
Uh, Mike, uh, how do people follow you because they're going to want to follow you today, tomorrow, next day about this? The argument's going to take place. Where do they go? Article3project.org, article3project.org. On Getter Twitter Truth, it's at article3project, at article3project. And my personal is M-R-D-D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. Thank you, Steve. The, the Getter's always got, like, good factual stuff. The Twitter, particularly later at night, gets a little comes in a little hot. By the way, Davis, you, I know you got to bounce because you got to get a haircut. Hair, hair looks fine. Hair <laughs> looks fine. Just looks good. Don't don't get a hair, don't get a high and tight on me, Mike Davis. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Steve. I want to get to Cortez in a second because I got to spend some time with Cortez on a number of issues. Let me get Christina Bob in here while we're on elections. Christina, pretty blockbuster news you've unearthed in Maricopa County. And the reason you've got your new book out, where if people want to see. How important this argument in the Supreme Court is today. You got to read Christina Bob's book, Stealing Your Vote, right? Because you give a first person account of all the madness that happened after 2020. This Absolutely. Argument, and why the this state argument, legislators this argu- are so important. Why it's so important. So this is a big deal today, Christina, this argument in the Supreme Court. A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we need the state legislatures to keep their power. And we saw in 2020 that uh, most state legislatures, particularly the Republicans across the country, had atrophied. They didn't even realize how powerful they were. They didn't realize that they were the checks and balances in our elections. And it was through, you know, phone calls and myself included calling them to say, hey, do you know you have the authority to check what's happening right now? And they didn't even know. And so I think this is a big wake up call for everybody. And, um, you know, right at the risk of losing the authority that they have, which I, I don't think they will. I think the Supreme Court will read plainly what's written in the Constitution. So I'm not too worried about that. But it absolutely is a wake up call about checks and balances in our government. Uh, talk to us about this blockbuster news coming out of uh, about individuals yep. in Maricopa County, how it ties back to Twitter and more importantly, DOJ and FBI involvement in these elections, ma'am. Absolutely. Well, it's what everybody suspects. We now actually have documented proof for, particularly as it relates to Maricopa County. So CISA, the federal agency that's part of the Department of Homeland Security, uh, was coordinating meetings to supposedly control misinformation about the election. And they had executives from Twitter involved, Ms. Gad, who was recently uh, fired by Elon Musk for her partisan viewership, partisan ways on Twitter. She was the Twitter representative at these meetings. That's documented here. And it's also documented that Stephen Richer, the recorder for Maricopa County, was involved and was directly working with CISA, with the federal government, as well as with Twitter and big tech to censor and manipulate information related to the elections. Now, these are the elections that Richer supposedly was responsible for recording. He's the recorder of these uh, of this county. And he's been out there saying, oh, it's the most secure election ever. Everything's fine. But he has shown time and time again that he's extremely partisan. He had a a super PAC that was aimed at taking down election denier candidates, including Carrie Lake, the election he was overseeing. And now we have documented proof that he was directly working with Twitter and CISA to try to control the narrative and potentially manipulate the outcome of the election. Where did you, where did this information come up from and how come it hasn't come? Why are we hearing about this now uh, instead of before about this control manipulation? So I received this from some of the attorneys working for Carrie Lake's team. They're going to be filing. It will be included in her election contest that I expect to come out this week. And uh, of course, I made sure that it was um, legal and appropriate for me to be able to release it. But this has come from the lawyers doing a legal investigation, and they obtained it through legal discovery. Why is the federal government in in the middle of this? Uh, this the the, the woman yeah. at Twitter is a traitor. I put this up all the time. She's been mm-hmm. fired, but she's got tremendous culpability in what went on. Why is the federal yeah. government in in the middle of this with a with a platform to suppress? people actually asking questions about election fraud? That's a great question. And I think uh, from what we can tell so far, it's because the federal government has been weaponized against conservatives in order to entrench this woke mafia into the federal government. And I believe it started at least with the Obama administration, if not sooner, because we see that the Department of Justice has become weaponized, the FBI, CISA, DHS, the Department of Education. I mean, they've completely turned all of these agencies into woke hubs. And so I think there's a lot of people with culpability, and particularly if you're a member of the federal government doing this, 
that's a very, very serious concern because you're an official. And don't forget that during the hubbub of 2020, right in the aftermath of everything where everybody was asking questions and saying 2020 was, there was clearly something wrong, you know, within the days following, it was the director of CISA who came forward and said, oh, this was the most secure election in U.S. history. Trust me, I'm from the government. And so I think we need to take a very close look at that federal agency, yeah. figuring figure out what they're doing, because uh, as we've seen with Twitter recently, whatever their activities were, it's highly, highly likely that they were extremely partisan and detrimental. Oh, yeah. But the, uh, Elon Musk fired Baker yesterday for lying, for suppressing information, even after Matt Taibbi right. and, and, and Weiss are in there. He's still lying, trying to suppress information. How do they get to the book and how do people follow you on social media, Christina? Thank you. Stealing your vote. You can get it on Amazon. And uh, I hope that it helps you understand the problems that we're facing and highlights the issues that you can uh, get involved and make a difference in your local area and your local elections. Didn't it go to number one uh, the other day after your hit here on what elections, politics? Yes. Thank you to War Room and all the amazing patriots that actually educate themselves on it. Yes, it went to number one in political freedom category and actually human rights. So that was exciting. Okay, what's your social media? How do people follow you? Uh, Christina underscore Bob on Twitter and then Christina Bob on Truth and then one of those on on all the other platforms. Get to Christina's uh, social media right now. She's putting out these things in Maricopa County. These are bombshells, okay? It's going to be part of the whole Kerry Lake uh, investigation. Christina Bob, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Cortez, uh, 30 seconds and we're going to come back. Uh, Your thoughts on this morning so far? Well, you know, to connect the dots between Georgia and Ukraine, what happened in the election last night and Ukraine, voters in Georgia, particularly Republican and conservative voters, they understandably do not trust the Republican Party to have conviction and truly represent them in Washington, D.C. for valid reasons, such as what's going on right now in the U.S. Senate, which is Republicans working with Democrats to try to massively continue funding that war. Republican voters, understandably, very reticent. Okay, Steve Cortez is going to be on the site. Also, later, Russ Vogt is going to put forward this balanced budget that Congress is working on, the very controversial one that's got some people saying we can't vote for McCarthy because he doesn't back it. We're going to get to all that, how we actually get the economy and our capital markets sorted with the balance sheet of the United States. All next in the world. We rejoice when the let's take down the In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. All one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech. Protecting free speech. And canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, get together, Getter. It's totally free. Download it. You get constant uh, updates on my Getter feed, Steve Cortez. We're doing live streams all the time. It gives you a more immersive experience even than the show. So it's just fantastic. I can't speak highly enough uh, about it. But go check it out. Totally free. And it's idiot proof. If I can use it and what I put up on mine, I'm doing it myself. It's completely idiot proof. So you'll be able to use it too, no matter what your age is. Um, 
MyPillow.com, promo code WORM. We understand the next rest of the show is going to be about money and power in you. Okay, we understand times are tight, and that's because the Biden regime got off of President Trump's tremendous policies that got us that great year of 2019. Um, go to MyPillow.com, promo code WORM. Understand times are tight. Gift giving is still part of the Christmas season. Make sure you use your money well, and don't give it to people that hate you. Give it to people that love you. That would be Mike Lindell and the great company that is MyPillow. MyPillow.com, promo code WORM. Steve Cortez, money, power. Uh, Zelensky, Time Man of the Year, December 7th. They don't miss a beat. The left knows yeah. how to do it. They're jamming through up on Capitol Hill. Massive. Literally, the commitments will be hundreds of billions of dollars for Ukraine, not not the right. 40 or 50 they're talking about. Steve Cortez. Uh, this Time Man of the Year uh, thing is, is really something. It would be terrible on any day, but particularly on December 7th, which, of course, is a sacred day in U.S. history. And I think there's really two aspects here that are worth discussing, both how, first, how undeserving Zelensky is of this honor, but then also how Time Magazine reflects the broad corruption of the corporate media. You know, first, regarding Hollywood Zelensky, you know, what has he actually done to earn this honor? Well, in between posing for photo shoots at Vogue, what has he done? He has outlawed opposition parties in his country. He has taken over and nationalized the media of that country. And now most recently, he has banned the Orthodox Ukrainian Church, one of the oldest Christian churches in the world. He is a tyrant in every way. And let's also not forget, Steve, this hasn't gotten enough attention, I don't think, even on our side uh, ideologically. Don't forget this Polish missile scam. He really tried to bait Poland, NATO, and yes, the United States into a kinetic shooting war with Russia over a scam claiming that Russian missiles killed Polish civilians, which the country of Poland, the United States, NATO have all officially gone on the record to say, no, these were Ukrainian missiles. And Zelensky refused to back down. He has still not acknowledged that these missiles came from his military. And we hope that it was just incompetence, but it's possible, of course, that he was trying to create a false flag operation. So this man is an absolute scoundrel. He is a money launderer, uh, and he is not deserving of any praise from any sensible people in the United States. Now, on the aspect of Time Magazine, you know, this once really revered publication, I, I have to believe that Henry Luce, the founder, is rolling over in his grave today. Uh, he was a great patriot. He dubbed the last century the American century. This is not going to be a second American century, unfortunately, if we don't get a better and healthier press here in the United States, because collapse in corporate media, or excuse me, uh, trust in corporate media is absolutely collapsing. And that is not my opinion. That is as reflected by the numbers and by the data. If we pull up chart number one here, please, I want to show this is from Gallup polling. This is trust in media. That chart goes all the way back to the 1970s. Gallup has been doing this for decades, and that is broken down by party affiliation. The top line in the blue are the Democrats, the middle line, independents, and the red line are Republicans. Notice back in the 1970s, lots of trust from all sex segments of American society. That number of approval of trust in corporate media was generally in the 60s and 70s for all groups, for Republicans, Democrats, and independents. But for independents and Republicans, it has been cratering for decades since, for Republicans reaching only 14% and only 27% for independents, having any trust in the corporate media. And again, I want to tie this back to Time Magazine's antics today are reflective of why, quite properly, sensible Americans, Republicans, independents, have almost zero trust in the corporate media. And that's the reality that is that is problematic for our country, for our for our republic, for a republic to be healthy and thriving. We need a properly functioning mass media. We need a properly functioning press that holds the those in power accountable. We have the exact opposite right now where the corporate media does the bidding of the oligarchs in the United States, including massively supporting um, and constantly propping up this ridiculous Zelensky theme. We got a couple of uh, minutes, and I want to tee up uh, the Russ vote, the great former head of OMB under President Trump, because you also need a healthy Republican Party. Right now, you've got the Republican senators on Capitol Hill on the omnibus, on the defense authorization, on amnesty and debt ceiling, double dealing uh, the entire Republican Party for what they stand for, but particularly MAGA and the MAGA base. Right. Uh, connect those dots to me about how and you can see it in Georgia, and people are just now livid about this. Yes. So listen, uh, Tom Tillis right now, Senator Republican, supposedly Republican Senator from North Carolina, he is right now scheming with Kirsten Sinema from Arizona 
to grant amnesty to millions of illegal migrants in the United States. And he wants to get it done in these closing days. He's furiously working to get it done during this lame duck session. Why? Because he knows that once the Republicans are in charge of the House, even if the Senate passes an amnesty, it is dead on arrival over at the GOP House. So this is a guy, this is a globalist uniparty hack who is working hand in glove with the Democrats, with open borders, Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden, to try to get, grant amnesty at a time when our border has been effectively vaporized. Amnesty is always a bad idea, but it's a particularly terrible idea at a time like this, when the flow of illegals into the United States has reached an absolute crisis phase. Let me give you some numbers on that, by the way. Uh, and this is from Bill Malugan, who does fantastic reporting for Fox News. He says that for the month of November, according to his sources, 73,000 known gotaways, known gotaways uh, where CBP was aware that they were crossing but unable to apprehend them in just the month of November. Steve, we're reaching almost a million a year pace of known gotaways. By the way, speaking of Customs and Border Protection, very tragically overnight, um, an agent died. An agent died in an accident while pursuing illegal migrants. There are a lot of brave people, many of them Hispanic, Huge. bad hombres, who are doing the hard work of guarding the United States. And their work has been made far more dangerous, far more difficult because of uniparty hacks like Tom Tillis of North Carolina, who, again, is 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 creating so much uh, angst among Republican voters. Okay, uh, Cortez is going to hang with us. We have a very special next hour. Russ Vogt, the last OMB director under President Trump, is going to unveil what he's been working on of how we get the budget of the United States balanced. That's a starting point to sort this mess out next in the war room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 